Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, I'll tell them what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Back to the good old days of the Magic Kingdom. We're talking our favorite attractions, shows, and questionable citrus dishes that have gotten the way of the dodo. Find the TARDIS key and polish up the flux capacitor. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. It's late at night when suddenly a familiar ball of blue, crackling light fills the sky, accompanied by the sound of space-time continuum being torn apart. My sensible blue time-traveling minivan appears and screeches to a stop, leaving twin tire tracks of flame behind it. I slide open the back door and exclaim, Guys, it's that time again. Nostalgia is the most powerful of drugs, and our listeners need another hit. To help keep the spirit of Walt Disney World alive while everyone is stuck at home, we're going to have to visit the one park that's the most full of nostalgia. Great Scott, we have to go back to the Magic Kingdom. But before we get there, I've got to ask, if you had to pick one missing Disney character to add to the Magic Kingdom, but they could only have a fancy bathroom a la Rapunzel's Tangled Toilets, who would it be and what would make the restrooms a cloud-pleasing attraction? Hmm. I think I'd go with... I always wanted to design a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd go with uh, Ratatouille, put Remy in there, and then make the bathrooms like all the toilets are rat-sized. Oh, that's problematic. <laughs> but to make yeah. it fun, put some like rat matri d's. Yeah, or make like, you like, the rat and make the toilets enormous where you can barely reach them. I like that too. That's a good was, idea. That's called a Pinocchio themed toilet. That would be like the Pleasure Island that they went to, where there's uh, parlor games that you urinate into, and <laughs> like that. I thought you were going to say great. the toilets. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the toilets are made out of wood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And then if you don't if you don't wash your hands, well, you there's come a guy out in the like corner saying, "Lie to me, lie to me." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Mm. I got it. This took I a got turn. it. <laughs> Sir, Sir Hiss from Robin Hood, a snake themed bathroom. You pee in a basket. Yep. Yeah, like like, everyone loves snakes, right? Just no one loves snakes. no one loves snakes. And then what, and people oh. really love snakes while their pants are down around their ankles. Yes, <laughs> really yeah, vulnerable yeah. times, perfect for snakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, then while you're peeing, they they have like uh, they hypnotize you to make sure that you yes. wash your hands on your way out. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to be hypnotized in, in a bathroom. Wash and wash. I think it'll be a. I think it'll be. Well, that's the that's the wrong snake. But yeah, it's the same yeah. snake. You, oh wait, yeah, yeah, that's the. They're the. Same, it's the same snake, yeah, different hands. The same voice. Yeah. Same voice. Yeah, Terry. Uh, what's his yeah, name? they just slapped slapped a hat on that bad boy and called it. There was a series I of love those Sir Hiss. He's cute. In the 70s that all had the same cast. Yeah. Yeah. Like Blue and uh, the dude from Robin Hood were the same. Mm, yes. I, 
They looked the same and had the same voice. And blanking on they only had <laughs> ten actors in the seventies, so they just had to keep. Well, they were reusing. Them. They were reusing their uh, character drawings and things too. So they would recycle the actual whole sequences of like uh, made Mary well, we dances all, just like Snow special. White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Snow White dancing, Cade, Marion dancing. Yep. Well, I think it's time for the week's travel news. It's time to. Is there any? <laughs> We're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> we can get there. Man's broken uh, already. I know. It's been, a, it's been a long week. I had. And there's no foreign titles in this at all. I, I don't know what happened. I had yesterday oh, off, no, so no. now I'm all thrown out of whack. Whack. <laughs> well, now it's time it's for. Like uh, <laughs> now it's time for uh, what passes for travel news this week. Brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Eventually. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, Jess, give us the really good news out of the theme parks. Yeah, well, to bring the room down a little bit, um, we have some some more extensions on closings. for. Uh, so first for Universal Orlando Resort, they have extended their closure to May 31st. And then the Disney Cruise Line has also announced that they will be extending their uh, closure of their sailings. The Wonder Sailings are canceled until July 1st. And then the Dream, Magic, and Fantasy Sailings are canceled through May 17th. So, so far. So far. Thus far, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wish I had better news to share, but that is it. I regret missing the opportunity to interject with Wonder Sailing Powers Activate. That's all bad. This conversation. Oh. <laughs> edit, you, you're the editor. You can fix that. <laughs> just insert it in there. No, I'll just leave it just like this. That way I look like a dumb dumb. It's funnier that way. <laughs> all right. Well, I got a hotel for you guys this week, and this is one that I have actually been to. Um, although, well, weird. Well, we didn't get to stay the night, but that's a, that's a story for a little bit. It's called Ravenswood Castle, and it's... Uh, it's located in outside of Logan, Ohio, which is which is by uh, Hawking Hills Hawking. National Park. Yeah, I've not uh, heard of any of these places, Dan. Ravenswood Castle <laughs> does not sound like it would be in Ohio, does it? No, a, it doesn't. I'm not and, an Ohio aficionado, so <laughs> uh, it's uh, southwestern Ohio. Uh, the really beautiful national park out there. They have all kinds of trillium in the spring and mm, cool okay. cave formations and stuff. Um, but so anyway, Ravenswood Castle, it's a castle out in the middle of, out in the middle of the woods there. In Ohio. <laughs> and they're ravens. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they have several different sorts of rooms in the castle building itself. They have all these rooms that are themed after there's a, uh, there's Rapunzel's tower room. The Duke's dungeon has, uh, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That one's in the basement. The rooms are, all uh, look like they're brick walls. That was and, a gay bar I used to go to. <laughs> Duke's dungeon. Mm, yep. I'm sure it was. Uh, there's suites for Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Victoria, uh, the Shakespeare suite and the King Arthur suite. Uh, most of the rooms have four poster beds and they're all full of, antiques heavy oak furniture and 
medieval looking things. Uh, it's pretty cool. The the dungeon room they they made the bed. They made the the headboard and the footboard of the bed look like it's like the stocks. Like <laughs> like like in you usually have to pay extra for that. Yeah yeah. yeah. It's like got I got those openings like in the, the footboard there. Does it come with yeah. a safe word? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to register that when yeah. you check in. What's this um, hole in the wall? <laughs> uh, so then so then outside of the castle they have their medieval village so there's like a uh candle maker's cottage and the baker's cottage the brewer's cottage and they're all i mean they look like little castles or little medieval That's buildings cool. cute little decorated rooms uh we kendra and i went down uh for our baby moon trip and we were going to stay there um and In we had dungeon. booked uh, no, <laughs> uh, we had, we had booked Cinderella's coach house, uh, which was a little room, uh, above, uh, it was like a studio up in the attic of, uh, little cafe building that they have. But so the village looks, they all look like medieval rooms and stuff. We were supposed to go there. We didn't know when we were driving down that they had had a massive storm the day before. All power was out. Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> so we got the castle. We yeah. got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got there and they're like, you guys can stay, but there's no electricity. So there's no and AC. And it's there's a no billion AC. degrees. But and, it's a castle. <laughs> and Kendra was yeah. pregnant. So we're like, thank you. It's a lovely place, but we would like our money back, please. It's an authentic um, experience. They didn't yeah. have AC yeah. in the medieval times. This I'd like before why <laughs> yes sure, yes a uh, few months before he, a couple of months before he was born. Um, yeah they also have an area that's called the huntsman's hollow that's a whole bunch of tiny little log cabin type places um, but one cool thing that they do here is they host murder mystery weekends oh, which are like big time live action role play spend the whole weekend solving the murder mystery they have a great hall where they serve uh, breakfasts and dinners, um, as well as a tavern. That yeah, the you tavern can... looks cool, and I see they've yeah. got gaming tables out here for your nerdy Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Yeah, they're nice. big. They're big on board games, so they've got a game library, and they host a couple of different gaming cons during the year. So it's kind of cool. become a destination for gaming. It's really cool. It's out in a really beautiful part of Ohio, and is. Just this weird castle. Wait, in the did you of just say a beautiful part of Ohio? <laughs> he said that. If I ever decide to go to Ohio again, maybe I'll visit there. I highly recommend it. It's the Buckeye State. Yeah. It's the Buckeye Kingdom. <laughs> yes. Ye olde yes. Buckeye Kingdom. Ye old Buckeye Kingdom. Buckeyes would. This looks really cool, and Heather, your boys would dig this. Yeah, they they totally would. We may have to put that on our list. Yeah, is it fine. affordable, Dan? Did you look at the? Uh yeah. They, I mean, they're not. It's cheaper than a Disney room. Well, <laughs> most things are. There you go. <laughs> uh, I think like the castle rooms are uh, started like, like one one fifty to two fifty a night, depending yeah. on the room. The, the King Arthur suite is the most These expensive. Are cool rooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I know that the village rooms I think are. About 100 and, 160 to 200 a night. So, uh, for the decor, and I mean, you're going, if you're going there, you're kind of going for the experience. So, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Thank yep. you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, so Heather, have, you, you have, have you guys seen that uh, 
destinations have resorted to sharing their top secret recipes to keep us entertained during the closure. I think it was last week, Disneyland shared the churro recipe. Oh, yeah. They actually make those churros? Yeah, apparently they do. And then a few days ago, Doubletree shared their top secret chocolate chip cookie recipe. Oh, those yes, are it's from it's from his grandmother Toulouse. Yeah, I took a look <laughs> at it, and it just it really looks like pretty much every other chocolate every chip other cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. The recipe the on the back I of the bag that was different. Was it has uh, they have lemon juice in them? Yeah, that's I, common. I'm figuring that maybe it just is? be kind of a a natural preservative. Maybe Probably. I don't know. It, it brightens it up just a little. Added yeah. a little acid, <laughs> and acidity. they have uh, oats in them as well. Yeah, which I don't, know I don't if think it's... I ever noticed that there were oats Yeah, I love it. that. I don't think so either. I don't know if it's that they're like amazingly good cookies or if they're just the best cookies I've had at a hotel. <laughs> That's something, yeah. Because <laughs> most true. of the time it's the, you know, the famous Amos cookies out of the vending machines. So. Yeah, hey. I mean, I, I looked at it because th- I've always thought they were pretty Amos. good and maybe I'd make a batch and I'm like, the Toll House cookies are just as good as this. I'm just using the recipe on the bag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never stayed at a Doubletree or had a Doubletree cookie. So. I don't know. They are nice. They get, When you check in, they give you these hot out of the like oven hot, uh, yeah. chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies and they're pretty big. Do they have a little Otis Spunkmeyer oven on the counter? Yeah, probably. <laughs> a little easy yeah. bake. For just, yeah. <laughs> one cookie at a time. You just wanted an excuse to say Spunkmeyer. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my nickname. In That's your maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy I really... Allen Spunkmeyer. <laughs> it was Spunkmeister. <laughs> but you lost your holdings <laughs> in royalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Oh, of the Ravenswood Spunk Myers. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Do you have a castle in Ohio? I do. <laughs> oh, on this, on the topic of uh, of places sharing their their uh, recipes, I did. I enjoyed how Disney shared their their recipe for Dole Whip, and they had to. <laughs> yes. they, yeah. They put a lot of effort into that because it's a, it's a bag. The, it's right. a bag that they bought from. <laughs> you pour it into your soft yeah. serve machine. Yep. Uh-huh. So they got real creative on that one. Yeah. There have been some good, good recipes. We've shared a lot of them ourselves, and yeah, everybody's coming out with the how to remember our brand while you're stuck at home. Yes. Uh-huh. Don't forget about us. Yeah. Double tree. Remember. <laughs> Here's we a recipe cookie. for tachos. I did make those Andy's lunchbox tachos one night and they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That delightful. sounds pretty good. I don't they think were so I, good. I remember getting the tachos the first day toy story land was open. That day that we bought one on. Of we bought everything, everything on the and photographed it, but I don't think I actually tasted them. Oh, they're so good. Oh, uh. You start with right. a layer of Fritos, and then you put tater tots on top I mean, and chili. I mean, just, yeah, do, I, do I need to say anything else? I love. It's a healthy food. It's <laughs> yeah. a salad. Oh, yeah. it I think salad. I just changed. I think I just changed the menu for Easter dinner tomorrow. Tachos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs ham when you can have tachos? I love it. Well, it's time for us to take a walk through the Atlas Obscura, an explorer's guide to the world's hidden wonders. So I need you guys to uh, throw some random numbers at me. First, I need uh, one between zero and four. One. Three. One. <laughs> okay, zero to nine. Nine. One, nine. I need one more number. Zero. <laughs> I can't think of anything but three. <laughs> Uh-oh, chess is broken. 
Don't tell us it's one we've already done. No. Um, well, this is interesting. We're in, we're in, um, I get to say hard words now. Yay. Uh, this is in Egypt. Ooh. Wadi al Hitan in the Al Fayyum Governorate. <laughs> it's in Egypt. Just say Egypt, Dan. Favorite part of the show. <laughs> it's more fun when I trip over these words. It's the Valley of the Whales, guys. You've heard of the Valley oh, of the that, Kings. That I can pronounce. The Valley of yeah. the Whales. Yeah. How many um, whales are there in Egypt? They're all in one valley, I'll tell you. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, it's what used to be the ocean. Um, well, uh, there was a time when whales walked the earth during the Eocene epoch, what? which was 50, 56 to 33 million years ago. Oh, um, yes. I remember there was, <laughs> there was a suborder of whales known as the Archaeoceti. These uh, families of whales... <laughs> All bore the same characteristic that set them apart from modern day whales. They had limbs equipped with feet and toes. Uh, what? These, yep. These footed whales this lived is under. made up. Uh, no. <laughs> during the. really obscure. <laughs> during the Eocene epoch, these footed whales lived underwater and they didn't use their feet to walk, but they are a missing evolutionary link between contemporary whales and their land-based ancestors in 1902 the first fossilized uh skeleton of these land whales was discovered in the western desert of egypt southwest of cairo um the bones of a thousand animals have been identified since then and you can see uh today hundreds of partial skeletons remain in the sand on display to any visitor who is willing to make the trek through the desert so you can go uh (laughs) Land whales. This Go is the weirdest the thing I've Aren't ever land heard. Land whales, just dinosaurs. Like you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do the Egyptians just not know that we call them dinosaurs? That's <laughs> yeah, that's a land whale. Uh, that that's possible. In 2007, Egyptian authorities accused a group of Belgian diplomats of ignoring signs and driving two four wheel uh, drive vehicles onto one of the skeletons. So cars are now prohibited. Huh. Uh, the site is 93 miles southwest of Cairo. There are no paved roads. Four-wheel drive vehicles are your best option. Leave your car at the entrance to avoid running over any 40 million-year-old whales. Weird. And if okay, you so want I to just visit- googled this. <laughs> Apparently, they Whale think crossing. that these were the ancestors of the hippo. Mm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So Even it's better. more like an ancient hippo than a whale. I think hippopotamus in uh, Latin means land whale. If I had a nickel Close for every enough. time I <laughs> mistook a hippopotamus for a whale... Right? I want a one common for Christmas. Mistake. <laughs> I really liked the trick that Jeff used where he stated that with so much authority that we all just accepted what he said as the <laughs> yeah. truth. I, I pull that all the time. <laughs> the problem is my wife calls me out on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, can't, you have to use it sparingly or people realize you're totally full of crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think we're all out of regular travel news for uh yep. for the week but jess has something really really wonderful to share with oh, us so jess, i bet it is wonderful <laughs> yeah. these are always so, wonderful <laughs> we're gonna take another trip into the world of uh strange theme parks um this time we're heading back to south korea on the island of jeju i know that's oh. probably not how you pronounce it but that's how i'm gonna that's pronounce. close enough yeah um so this is a theme From park the that Latin. is from the Latin <laughs> jejuno. Which uh, meaning land whale. <laughs> land whale. Oh, it's a theme. Land hippo. Um, <laughs> so this is known as the world's kinkiest theme park. 
Yes. Oh, wow. It is, it's called Loveland. Oh. And this theme park uh, is on the island of Jeju, and it was erected in 2004. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd like to apologize yeah. in advance to my mother, there, uh-huh. <laughs> to everybody's mother. <laughs> so this this uh, this this beautifully uh, adorned park uh, features more than 140 salacious statues and erotic exhibitions that graphically depict all sorts of sexy situations. Mm. Um, sexy I, situations. All you have to do is Google Loveland, and the <laughs> photographs that accompany your search are a not safe for work or children, probably. Um, and be uh, highly entertaining. Be um, warned, though, it's much smaller than it looks in pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything looks bigger in pictures, or so they keep telling me. Um, this was created by a group of art school grads from Seoul's Hongik University. Um, wait, 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 back it up, Seoul's back what? it up. Hongik. Hongik. Uh, Hongik. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so these uh there it just features a whole bunch of really sort of surreal statues in various positions um some where there are two statues having a good time together and some of them are by themselves so that you can insert yourself into the situation oh, for no. some photos oh um yeah, those are the the funniest ones. Um, oh, hey Dan, this is in the Atlas Obscura. You could look it up. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. Um, can you tell me more about those uh, very public <laughs> urinals that you showed us a picture of? Yes. Well, it's, it's, they're all basically art exhibits that students have made and then inserted into the park. Um, and so this, uh, yeah. So basically, I think they keep adding on to it. Um, it's. 18 and up to enter, but the great news is is there's a kid-friendly recreation area right outside the park where adults can drop off their kids while they go look at giant dicks and things like that. So, um, In the Atlas Obscura, it says it's South Korea's only sex-themed park. Structured around a lake that contains a larger-than-life statue of two pairs of entwined legs. Um, there's... My favorite part Scissoring. is that it's very popular with honeymooners. In South <laughs> oh, you guys! For you inspiration, guys, it has mascots. <laughs> it has <laughs> one is a giant yellow penis wearing mittens, <laughs> and the My- other, and the other is a vagina wearing a hat. <laughs> oh, is it a pink woven hat? It's a floppy hat with a bow, it says. The photos of them hugging are really popular. <laughs> the mascots welcome visitors. <laughs> The, the mass, the park's mascots welcome visitors through the front gate, mm, or sometimes the back gate if they're. The restrooms also um, adhere to the pay extra. The handles on the doors to the men's rooms are boobs, and the doorknobs for the women's restrooms are erect penises. Naturally, um, I'd like, I'd like to back it. Um, I've got a question about the childcare situation. <laughs> is, is, yeah, is that it? Is it required to be at least 18 years old? You have to drop your kids off at the separate play area. Yeah, but is that play area run by the people who run this park? Probably. Huh. And so they expect me to leave my children with those perverts. <laughs> yep. How is that any better than bringing them inside? This, this park came about because after the Korean War, the island was a popular honeymoon destination. Okay. Yeah, because apparently uh, uh, it's still very popular in South Korea to have arranged marriages. So it's 
Mm-hmm. Very apparently a lot of just married, just met couples will go there to, I guess, bone up on their uh, <laughs> their sex knowledge. Yeah. It, uh, it's a center of sex education. Huh. huh. Which is very right important. Just, was, did, I think did, that was did Walt's you ha- original vision for Disneyland. Epcot. Yeah. I want a place <laughs> where, where kids can play outside and adults can look at giant penises. <laughs> did, did you have any more puns prepared that you need to get to before we're done? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm spent. <laughs> well, that happens fast. <laughs> Always I thought, this would, I thought this would last longer. Hey, it was good for also, me. I mean, also what she said. <laughs> well, we should get well, out here. Yeah, we should. So please stick around because after the commercial, we're going to talk about Disney. That was stick with the S T I C K. Hang around. That's not better, is it? Don't go anywhere because after the commercial break, we're walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA, for a look at our favorite long gone attractions at the Magic Kingdom. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. It's night and we're standing in the shadow of the train station, just inside the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. The park is deserted, and the usually cheerful and optimistic background music of Main Street USA has taken on an eerie tone. Suddenly, we hear the clopping of hoofs, and a horse-drawn carriage slows to a stop in front of us. As you climb in, you notice something strange about the driver. For starters, he's glowing with an odd translucent bluish-green color, and his cadaverous face with its oversized grin bears more than a passing resemblance to Ezra, one of the Haunted Mansion's hitchhiking ghosts. It's too late to turn back now, so let's settle in for a tour of Magic Kingdom Past. Um, and I was thinking we should maybe get one big category out of the way right ahead, because Magic Kingdom's a little different than the other parks that we talked about uh, before. Uh, a lot of the extinct attractions from the Magic Kingdom, you can still experience uh, other parts around the world. Mm-hmm. Any other Good castle park. Points. So. Good um for example, all of Fantasyland that went went away. You can head over to Disneyland or like Snow White's mm-hmm. Scary Adventures. 
And the yeah. only one that matters, Mr. Toad's Wild Mr. Ride. Mr. Toad. Toad, I love Mr. it. Mr. Toad. I was so happy to go back to go to Disneyland and finally ride that for the first time since I was a kid. I mean, I know it's yeah. it, it. You know, it doesn't necessarily age well, but it's it, it does charming. It was charming. the whole yeah. Oh, that was it, he the gets simple, hit by a car and goes to hell. That's timeless. After drunk driving, I mean, after drunk I'm driving, the, yeah. I'm at the technology. The the message is still the same. <laughs> Frogs should not drink and drive. Yes, that's, that's a given. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, sure. it's. It's a classic. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. those were opening day, opening day attractions at Disneyland. So, mm-hmm. and I think was, because it was so simple to start with, it wasn't razzle dazzle, super special effects. It wasn't depicting the future. It was Victorian, so it just it still looks just as charming and wonderful as it did. It's just blacklight paint yeah. <laughs> on yes. cardboard or on wood yeah. plywood, I guess. Plywood, yeah, looks amazing. Which. Which is, I, I like, I really enjoyed the day at Disneyland where I got to traumatize my children. Like one, one <laughs> attraction after Mr. another Toad was just like and tears <laughs> and tears and, just, and Pinocchio. And Pinocchio, Pinocchio is also yeah. scary. I, I like Pinocchio a lot. That one's Pinocchio a lot of fun. at Disney World? I, don't, I, I think they did. I don't think they did. Let me look at my list of. I don't uh, remember Pinocchio at Disney World. Uh, and aren't they, um, isn't Snow White Scary Adventures at Disneyland about to go through a refurb where they're going to yes. change some of that stuff? Mm-hmm. It is currently yeah. under refurb. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. No Pinocchio. They're turning it into the Descendants. Yes, probably. <laughs> they're turning it into more into like the one at, uh, I think, Paris. I think Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. So they're adding a lot of the stuff that they had done for that one since it's so more new. And I don't think I've written oh, that. Well, yeah. potentially. <laughs> Did y'all know that the that they used to have the Davy Crockett canoes at Disney World? But you can I still remember. do those at Disneyland. But I uh-huh. completely forgot that they had them at Disney World as well, along with the swan boats. I remember that they had the swan boats. That was before my time. And then I remember they had the keel boats mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. that were I not really, they weren't Mike, Mike Fink's no. keel boats. Mike Fink's keel boats. Yeah. And that, used to be, that, used to be how, yeah, that used to be how you got over to the island. And yeah. they still have one of them. At, they took it back to Disneyland. The Gully Wamper is just oh. kind of like tied up to the shore oh, on yes, the island. Right. What's the other Disneyland. one? Like the Big Bertha or something? It got, it got uh, sold. Yes. Somebody bought yes, it. Yes, that one they sold on eBay, yeah. and then the other one they fixed up and brought <laughs> back. I bet that was life. a bargain. Yeah. yeah it, I bet, I I bet John Stamos it. owns it. Yeah. <laughs> right around the, the you know, 2008, during the big uh, recession then, they, they were selling all kinds of stuff on their own special eBay page from the parks. Mm-hmm. Hey, they maybe that's going to happen in the next year. Heather and I know a guy, <laughs> we don't know him well, but he has a an actual Mr. Toad ride vehicle mm-hmm. oh, Wow! in mm-hmm. his yes. amazing expensive collection. He, he has a huge wow. warehouse in uh, Miami area, mm-hmm. I think. <clears throat> I'd kill for a doom buggy. Just use it Ooh, as a couch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Horribly uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. but I don't care. Have like a stretch doom buggy, like three <laughs> wide. Yeah. That three I saw somewhere. can actually fit in. Yeah. But how would you get it out of there? There's no windows and no, <laughs> no doors. It'll pass and how did we get walls. in here, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Suspension of disbelief. That's correct. Yeah. Um, is there any, are there any others that you can experience elsewhere? In the uh, world, well, so twenty thousand leagues under the sea, yeah, not I, the same, but it's the same ish. system. Yeah, same, same yes. ride system. It's the Nemo submarines now. 
I remember getting in there with my grandmother when she, let's see, I was 12 or so. So she was already in her seventies and it was very difficult to get in and out of that. I see why they closed that. And it, that's why they claimed they closed it at Disney world. Cause it was non ADA compliant and all that. But then they kept the same weird ride vehicle and entry to at Disneyland. So yeah. It's sure still that. there. And it's I had read that it was because underwhelming. It's because the way that they had set up the water space there that what it will take to tear it down and repurpose it in some way is beyond anything that they're willing to do right now. Kind of the same reason that the people mover track is still above Tomorrowland. Yeah, because oh, it, right. it holds up other things. Right. I guess. So mm-hmm. I think it's a structural thing that they just don't want to invest the be. time and money that into. thing always dripped and was it smelled funky. Oh, I yeah. haven't been in the Nemo version at Disneyland. Have you guys? I have done it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, is it still drippy and smelly? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's, that's, it's I a think that's by design. Nightmare. In yeah, there. I yeah. Can't. It's, it's part of the experience. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's, yeah. it's kind of underwhelming, but no underwater. Yeah. 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 I don't know about ones that are still. I hadn't thought of that. It's a good good angle, Dan, to what's. What we've got ones that have gone away are still at other parks. Well, well you've Main, got Main Street still- Electrical Parade sort of pops its head back up in other parks occasionally. <coughs> Every now and then, mm-hmm. we I haven't wish, seen it in a while. I wish that would burn in a warehouse fire. <laughs> <laughs> there were rumors at one point that it was coming back to Orlando one last time for its final resting place because it wouldn't survive another trip. Hopefully, it's in the next two months. <laughs> they're actually showing it right it's now. There right now. <laughs> and they're following it up with spectro magic. Just every I don't know night. why that parade. I never liked it. It drives me crazy. The music's irritating. Never liked it. Not We've talked though. about it before. How I I just love it just because it's that's what you always showed. Yeah, you love I mean, the be, be, before I ever went to Disney World, you know, you see on on the Disney Channel when they show specials and stuff it's always that. main street electrical parade mm-hmm. and that yeah so or that was like part of which looks yeah. pretty much the yeah. same yeah just quintessential disney world experience i guess in my brain but um but yeah. i can still watch the the boat parade and the boat pageant i'm always like in my room like you know settling down for the end of the day and i'm like listening i was like what is that i'm like is, are these clowns coming to kill me i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah but yes. every time i have to run to my window and, <gasps> look there it is <laughs> like i don't like uh I don't like the real parade, but uh, the one on water that's way worse, I'll watch that every time. <laughs> You'll watch know. it every <laughs> single trip. Oh, we it's were, great. You, we were in you the go to the poly in one and... of those cabins at uh, Wilderness Lodge, and that thing went by like, no, this is pretty cool. We're in our hot tub watching the water parade go by right in front of us. That was pretty swell. Yeah. We like to grab a grab a uh, dole whip from the pineapple lanai at the poly and yes. sit on the beach and watch it there. <sighs> that's the perfect. remember the poly. Uh, back in the days of your I remember it like it was March 15th <laughs> back when we could go to the Polynesian yeah. speaking yeah. of Polynesian things let's talk about the thing that they should bring back immediately the tiki room under new management who misses no. that oh, <laughs> thank god for fire right, right. 
I know. Yeah, some some bitter fan did that. You burned know. it to the ground. What made them? Who doesn't that want more a... Iago in their right? life? Right. I was. I won't say that I wasn't there with a lighter on the day it burned down. <laughs> but I had thoughts. All right. <laughs> Uh, who thought that was a good idea? I, Let's I, take this classic attraction and throw in Zazu and Iago. Mm. <laughs> yes. That's what you want. Gilbert Godfrey yelling at you during your vacation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> While you're trapped in a small did room. They only, did they only do that at the Magic Kingdom or did it? Did they desecrate Disneyland with it too? I, I think they only did it. I think at, it was on only the, Disney I think World. so. I don't know. They probably would have gotten a lot more complaints in disneyland i think I yeah locals in disneyland, disneyland as an adult till i think it was already switched back if they had switched it mm-hmm. we should probably know that <laughs> <laughs> i remember it from from world but i don't remember it ever being at disneyland yeah well speaking of attractions that got changed what about uh the extraterrestrial <gasps> alien encounter yes. turned into stitches great trash fire terrestrial did y'all ever do that, that? It yes was, i did it i loved it it was legitimately scary it was it freaked me out and i was i was like 14 when i wrote it and i still was like whoa this is a little much that's another mm-hmm. one that dan's wife kendra refused to participate in on her first trip well, that thing scared the she, crap out of Or was of that Wyatt, one of the even first the things version. she did? And no, what, what she told me was that she went, she did that attraction and she was scared so much by it that she refused to do anything else for the rest of the trip. Oh, wow. That, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Oh, that's true because I think, I think all of us, the group of like 15 of us all went in there, including our three-year-old cousin, Sam, who I distinctly remember screaming with terror from the back of the room. And having to it's be, right there in the name. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It had to be removed. Extra terror. It was scary. I mean, it got pitch black. And you could feel it breathing those, on you. Yes, the hot and then breath it's on like your neck. And it, the blood whenever he like dispatched <laughs> the guy in the ceiling and then you yes. got like mm-hmm. sprayed with water. Like yeah. that was, oh, I love that. That's amazing. It was that really was originally good. supposed yeah. to be the xenomorph from Aliens. From Aliens, right? yeah. yeah. And when you would be, briefly be yeah. able to see him when they'd bring the lights up and you'd see him in that tube in the center. That's what it was. It was yeah. Just, yeah. It was good. It was scary. And and I then did you guys did you guys ride Stitch? I when that did. Became, yeah. Yeah. The chili dog burp. They I was like, yeah. I'm done you. here. That's yeah. when I turned into a three-year-old and I just screamed, ah! Let me go. Yeah, we took Wyatt on that when he was five, and he lost his mind. He hated it. So scary for him. And I'm like, it's Stitch. It's cute. It'll be fun. I didn't know what it was, but I had. I'm so old. I had. I had was trying to remember. I had been in that theater and knew I had ridden something or saw an attraction there with my grandmother. But that was where Flight to the Moon Mm -hmm. and then Mission to Mars was. So they just Mm -hmm. kept that round, dumb theater and round (laughs) thing forever. But I was trying to remember, like, I used to confuse Mission Space with Mission to Mars. Because in my head, oh, yeah. the, the parks and everything were all smooshed Well, and together. I think they kind of they kind of took the, the Mission to Mars idea and had that as a baseline mm-hmm. for Mission Space. Like, how do we make this more uh, claustrophobic? <laughs> how, how can we make more people vomit? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the name of the rocket in Mission to Space is like a throwback homage to yeah. mission to mars An homage. But the one that i yeah. really speaking of my grandmother we got <laughs> we waited and this is you know well before fast pass or anything probably in the <laughs> mid 
to late seventies. So I was seven or eight years old. We waited all the way up to <laughs> Space Mountain, and then I chickened out, and we had to take Chicken Run with my grandmother, and <laughs> she, she took me to the. Uh, if you it was originally if you had wings, and then it was if you could fly. It was like sponsored oh, by yeah. Eastern Airlines, and then Delta sponsored it, and there were. The lamest thing, but I loved that when I was a kid. My grandmother <laughs> thought it was so great too. She didn't want to ride Space Mountain. So it was Wasn't good. that just a Circle Vision movie? No, it was like a little. Uh, it's in like where a, Buzz is now. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, was, it's yeah, like yeah. a, it a ride movie. vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was like Delta Dream Flight. And it was about as. Uh, yeah. So the whole thing was like you were taking flight and stuff would go by like worlds. It was kind of like the quality level of the three Caballeros ride in Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, I think it still had that TV screens and some cardboard uh, tunnel room that you go through now and buzz where the stuff is. It's the exact same track. They haven't changed anything. It was intended to feel like you were on an airplane. Yeah, I think it went the reverse. So that was the launch. When you went through there, it felt like you were flying. And then it was. I think they call that the speed tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, mm, just supposed to make you feel like you speed up, even though you don't. I was thinking of uh, the circle, uh, the um, Timekeeper Theater, which is oh, now yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Monster Milf now. Yeah, uh, the Laugh Floor, my favorite ride ac- uh, attraction acronym in Walt Disney World. <laughs> Still not as good as Alien Swirling Saucers. Oh, yeah, I never true. thought yeah. about Monsters Inc. Left floor. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't either. They have <laughs> one of those at Jejun Loveland, by I the way. Yeah, there's lots of MILFs there. Of that <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. All right. Well, speaking of Tomorrowland, uh, this isn't necessarily like a, an attraction, but do you guys remember the the ill-fated cabana tents that they put up in, next to Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, the, the VIP cabana tents. VIP it looked like where tent. they would set up the spoken word and poetry uh, stage at a, <laughs> at a rock <laughs> concert. I was going to say it looked like the medical tent where people go when they OD at a rock concert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the bad acid. <laughs> yeah, you guys laugh, but I mean, they're going to be looking for ways to raise some fundage when they open back up. Oh, how much you want to bet they try those cabanas out again? Stuffle, stuffle pop up that you well, the, can pay extra for. The location was weird, and so was the whole thing. Yeah, it it just, looked like a know. FEMA tent. I love yeah. it. I mean, they've got uh-huh. some lovely cabanas at their pool and resort properties, and those are cool, but I don't think I want one in the middle of Tomorrowland by the bathroom. I mean, I, I, I get that, that it was a, an experiment, but, you know, if you had themed it a little better and made it At look all. like mm-hmm. something cool instead yeah. of a FEMA tent, maybe it would I don't know. Yeah. Looks like Quant- the fire fest. <laughs> the yes. Closet. Yeah, the fire fest. <laughs> Well, oh, I wish crazy. they'd bring back the Orange Bird meet and greet that was over at Sunshine Terrace when I was a little kid. I never realized that? that he was a meet and greet until yeah, he showed me that? that picture. The old, uh, like when it, when, so we would go all the time in the early 70s because my grandparents lived in the South. We would come home, we would fly through LA and go to Disneyland, and then we'd drive down to Disney World and go there. So we were big Disney people when I was a little kid. And my dad was. Not pleased that my favorite character was made up. <laughs> part, like of the citru- part of the citrus, yeah, part of the citrus board. And then later on, I was the same way when Wyatt liked Duffy. I was like, he's made up. He's not even a real character. 
<laughs> That's true, though. Duffy, come on. And now, yeah, he was one of the older of looking, sort of terrifying. There was no like shape to the body. It was just like an orange yeah. and green furry <laughs> suit with that big, dumb orange head. But they they always, the old characters looked kind of like the uh, Times Square ones do now. Just a do little bit on the photo of yourself janky with and him terrifying. Somewhere? I don't, well, my mom might. She has all the hard photos and yeah. we don't. I don't ever go visit her. I when I have, I've gotten a few of my Disneyland and Disney World pictures from her, but not that one. She's got boxes and boxes. I would love but to I, see that. I did that. find some pictures of the of the uh, meet and greet. You can find. Yeah, them. he's he's he does remind me of one of those Times Square. Yeah, <laughs> he always looked deflated. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, the Florida Citrus Council sponsored the Sunshine Tree Terrace, and they used to have a little. Orange bird sipper cup that was just his head with a straw in it that you drank. Yes, out of. those were great. And it was they would like it was a novelty to have fresh orange juice back then. That was the thing. Uh-huh. Florida, yeah, growers, because everybody had it. You know, you, you, your orange you juice came from a can. concentrate in yeah. a can. Yeah. Yes, I remember getting that. And we lived overseas where there, like, nothing was fresh. So to have fresh squeezed orange juice was. An amazing treat. Served by a cute little guy with a giant head? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Amazing. Well, this is the perfect time to share some some of the wonderful orange food that the Orange Growers Association uh, made them serve in Disney. Yes, World, let's guys. hear it. Guys, and this goes back to the seven, like, back to opening day. So, um, so they, they found a way to make sure that citrus products were served in every land of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Main Street, USA. Okay, sorry. Sunshine, Sunshine Tree Terrace in Adventureland. They had, you know, just juices and stuff um, and and tangerine soft serve. But it got Ooh. weird and actually kind of delicious. Um, weird and delicious. It, yeah, well, Sounds how does like tan- Friday night of mine. tangerine soft <laughs> How does tangerine cheesecake grab you guys? Oh, that sounds oh, delicious. That sounds too. Yeah. Cake topped with tangerine and orange glaze sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get citrus tarts with a heavy cream in an open shell topped with orange sections. I don't want heavy cream. Uh, parks at ninety-five degrees, but yeah. yeah, the heavy. Yeah, that's. But how about how about for for you southern folks, uh, a little ambrosia salad? What? Oh God, my but, grandmother made ambrosia. But even better, I hate those. That was even better. Mayonnaise. Even better. It's an ambrosia. Flakes, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, not. Yeah, but and then they would take it and they'd wrap it up in a crepe. Uh, so you could get an ambrosia crepe. <laughs> yep. Ew. Yep. No thanks. Um, and then things got a little more adventurous at the Adventure Ran Veranda, where you could order the Fiji chicken orange chunk. <laughs> Which that is not a well named. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, fried chicken breast with uh, fried rice, Polynesian vegetables, and egg roll, grated orange rind. Uh, topped with orange or tangerine segments. It does actually sound delicious. Mm, it sounds I need good. to think about the name let's, Chunk. Yeah, let's not call yeah. it a Chunk. And you know theme park food back then, there is no way that Polynesian sauce had any real Polynesian flavor to yeah, it. It was like, right. chick, yeah, it was like the Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce, <laughs> yeah. which is not made with bits of real Polynesians. Oh, so <laughs> um, Tomorrowland Terrace, you could get the delightful uh, citrus uh, jello mold with uh, chunks oh, of fruit floating in. There was. That's awesome. But, but they would put orange sherbet on top of it. So at least at least you got that going for you, right? Sherbet on top of jello. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how can we make this uglier? <laughs> yeah. And meltier uh, and weirder. They would put <laughs> anything in jello in the 60s and 70s. Let's, let's be honest. 
Uh, yeah. At Crystal Palace on Main Street, USA, you could get a Waldorf salad made with oranges instead of I do uh, like that. Apples. apples. Yep. Uh, you could also get a cottage cheese Jubilee salad, uh, which was just, mm, which was just like cottage cheese. Sun and concrete and some cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's just cottage cheese with oranges and pineapple. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No. The best, the best options were two available at the Liberty Square, uh, at the Liberty Tree Tavern. Liberty Biberty. Um, yes, the Liberty, Liberty Biberty, Biberty Tavern. Uh, you could you could get shrimp Florida, which was uh, pink Florida shrimp with diced oranges in sauce. Shrimp Florida, oh, but the, Florida shrimp. No, thank the the creme de la creme pate maison Florida. Composed of thin slices of homemade pate mm. with orange rounds molded into each each slice. Homemade pate, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there's sliced if there's, liver, <laughs> cast member made pate. No, thank you. <laughs> it's made from cast members too. <laughs> nothing, nothing says a life of day in the magic. <laughs> yeah, so. That's a wow. no. Well, I dog. like some old school foods, but none of that sounds amazing. Although the the that chunk chicken sandwich. The chunk. Good. I'll take the chunk. <laughs> Give me some chunk. How about the, uh, the delicious the cheese, the French fries over there at the French fry cart? Oh, yeah. It was all just McDonald's oh, fries. Oh, I those do are miss so that. Yes. And now, Legendary. like it was open and it was closed. What is it now? Is it anything? Sometimes it's, sometimes, it's like waffle fries. Yeah, when but, it's open, yeah, it's, waffle, it's fries. waffle fries. And they're actually really good. They're waffle fries. I've never fries been by there when that uh, thing's open. Various toppings. Like I think I had some that were. Uh, waffle fries tap, topped with pulled pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good mm-hmm. when it's open, but it almost never is. But I, I can't remember it. the last time it's I saw like it. Seasonal. It's like the golden golden fry card or something. Nugget yeah. or something. The golden nugget. Yeah, golden it's golden chunk nugget. Yeah. 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 I have to say that if, if I'm going to eat French fries, I think waffles are my new... Waffle my fries? ...go-to these days, yeah. Well, and they're yeah. like the seasoned waffle fries. They're not the kind that you get at Chick-fil-A, which is just a... Like a French fry, a waffle fry. There I think a waffle fry is just a bigger, flatter, worse tasting fry. I'm not a fan <laughs> of waffle fries either. I like curly they're fries. Okay. Yeah, I love curly the, fries. The ones they serve there when they're open are the same ones they serve at the Wilderness Lodge out at the yeah, those aren't little bad. bar on the lake. As far as uh, yeah. waffle fries go. But the ones yeah. at Chick-fil-A, I eat them every time and think, I wish this was a tater tot. Yes. <laughs> well, they now have mac and cheese. I just get the mac and cheese. Mm, so that's good. But that's an upcharge. It's worth it, though. <laughs> Other this has been Waffle Fry Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and yeah. I were just talking about, do you remember the pork shank they served at Gaston's Oh, yeah. I, was, yeah. I always wanted to I try I didn't know it was thing. gone, but it, when, it, when, it, when that first opened, it was a snack credit. It was like One 11 was bucks credit. for yeah. this thing, and it was a snack credit. So I... I remember my friend Jason and I went in there and each got one and Heather did not because she had to walk around and watch us eat those disgusting. I was eating your pork shanks because yeah. they were huge. Yeah, it was giant. It's like you walk around eating a dinosaur leg or something. Yes. If I have to eat a giant hunk of meat on a bone at the theme parks, I'd much rather have that, that pork shank than, than a turkey. Than the turkey, turkey leg. The turkey oh, legs was... taste like fake I don't know yeah. what that flavor is. So how come weird. the turkey legs have endured and those pork I shanks lasted, what, like a year? Yeah, they were like, still there yeah. for a while. They took them off. They were no longer a snack credit. I think credit, the and I Florida think that's Pork Association quit paying for yeah. the product place. Uh, yeah, they're getting ready to roll out in. the pork they used to, bird. They used to have to... orange shank. Would walk around and greet the kids. 
It's a bone with an orange on it. <laughs> yeah. oh, they, re- idea. they replaced it with a cheese and fruit plate. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. lame. I think like, my wife got that lame. last time we were there. Yeah. Excuse me, good sir. May I have the pork shank? Oh, I'm sorry. We've replaced that with the cheese plate. <laughs> cheese plate. That's comparable. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> what? How is Gaston going to serve a cheese and fruit plate in his tavern? It's really- yeah, there's no cured meat on there at all? No, no meat at all. You Maybe don't remember that like, line from the song that no one eats charcuterie like Gaston? <laughs> <laughs> that's a cumbersome word to fit into. Hey, a song. That's it why a, I, yeah, it's long If it was a charcuterie plate, I could see, but some grapes and chunks of cheddar cheese it doesn't seem very on theme to me. They couldn't even ferment those grapes for you. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's Lefou's then. I don't know. Maybe you can still get the Lefou's brew. Yeah, it does sound there. a little more Lefou like. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Gaston's, when America lost their mind about the treat on Main Street, Heather. Oh yes, the Main Street Bakery closed, and you can't get the cinnamon rolls anymore, and everyone Ugh. lost their mind. Remember when everyone acted outraged and like they would never go, but yet the line at uh, Starbucks <laughs> indicates that that was not the, true. That is correct. <laughs> it is the busiest Starbucks location in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Well, not right now, but... <laughs> Ooh, too soon. Well, Sorry. they're all, they're all Sorry. a little dead right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love having a Starbucks there. I know some friends of mine are probably going to not speak to me for a week after they hear me say that, but I don't miss the Main Street Bakery, and you can get a delicious cinnamon roll from Gaston's Tavern now. So, Is well, the cinnamon roll falls cinnamon? under my my that's, general. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> what cin- we're gonna hear. It's not the same cinnamon roll. <sighs> it falls under my general Calm theme down. park food rule of if I can get it at home, why would I pay three times as much as the theme park? That's a pretty good rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that's why I like to get the jello mold with sherbet on top. That's why, Dan exactly. hates, that's why Dan hates Dole Whips. Dan's like, I'll yes. make my own Mark. chunks at home. I don't need chunks here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, make my, I make my own pate slices with <laughs> Out of pest members. Did any of you ever get to ride the Skyway when it was in the Magic Kingdom? Oh, 100%. Yes. I'm yeah. part of the reason it's closed now because I loved throwing stuff off it. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise me even a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, like hocking, the sky bucket. Hocking loogies loo- off of it. Throw yeah. coins down there and see if you could hit people. I got hit with a lit cigarette once as on the flo- on the ground by and it was Walt Disney. Disney. No, it was at Six Flags Over Georgia, <laughs> which is a cesspool by the way. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> It was one of those pickled cigarettes hit you right in the eye. <laughs> Take that, kid. Yeah. That's what you get for being at Six Flags instead of my park. That little station was there for a really long time. They didn't take that out until yeah, they put in yep. Rapunzel's potties, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was the little yep. Swiss chalet looking. Did they actually take it out or did they just dress it up to be uh Oh, they took it they no, took they, it they down. They tore it down and, and then it was walled off for a long time while they built the bathroom and the tower and the waterfall and all there. Um, there was another one that I never got to uh, experience this, but I really wish I had. Did any of you uh, drive the miniature uh, Jungle Cruise boats? Yeah, I, had, over there? I totally forgot about those. No. Yeah. yeah. I was over like there by the queue. Boat? Yeah, they were little remote control jungle yes, cruise boats. And they were called, and uh, I just. Jungle was Neds at this. or. Shrunken Neds Junior yeah. Jungle Boats. Yeah, and you could drive them around in the water there. By it was yeah. kind of like back by uh, where 
the they put the fast pass kiosks in mm-hmm. there. I think those didn't. Um, those were oh, okay. still there. They closed in two thousand and twelve. Oh, wow. Yeah, how did I miss? Yeah. They were oh, little. It was tucked away. Put, a, yeah, put yeah. a coin in and. Yeah, it was near the shooting gallery or something. Mm. I remember. Yeah, uh, no, it was it was right next to pass through. No, it's where the it was where the fast pass kiosks for back past the jungle on cruise the other fast side pass of kiosks cruise entrance. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that being a thing. Yeah, I remember because I remember when I was little and we used to go to the SeaWorld in Ohio. They had remote control boats that you could drive there. And I love doing that there. And I w- always wanted to do the jungle cruise ones. I'm but. terrible at driving remote control, anything. <laughs> I can't, I can't wrap my mind around like if the vehicle or the boat is coming towards me and I want it to go oh, my yeah. right, uh-huh. that it's, it's left and I cannot uh-huh. do it. Now, if I had yes. like virtual helmet or something where I see out the windshield, I could do a lot better, but Ooh, they weren't bring them that. back with an upcharge. Well, I like how they have those, those, that view for your, drones and stuff now yeah so in my mind when i thought of disney world i would always think of this little show and it took me a while heather and i were trying to think of it and i had to research it and figure it out but it was the mickey mouse review that Mm -hmm. was inside of where the uh philhar magic is now and it was like a little animatronic show on a stage oh yeah they were small like puppetoon sized it was like an orchestra. So, yeah, it was like him yeah. sort of mm-hmm. directing yeah. the mm-hmm. band. Mickey Mouse was the conductor. Yeah, yep. I remember that. And now they had it was like Minnie Mouse playing the violin. Daisy was in it. Um, Winnie the Pooh was playing a kazoo. Yeah, mm-hmm. which didn't like really fit in. And I must have seen <laughs> it a few does. times when I was yeah. really young. And then I think it was replaced by a Lion King attraction and, and something. Uh, else. Right and after it, it, it went to something called. Um, Magic Journey, and then The Legend of the Lion King. Yeah, I never, I don't know, I skipped Magic Journey. Magic Journeys, I don't know that I ever saw. That was there from 1987 to 1993. I don't have no recollection of what that was at all, but, and then it was <laughs> Legend of the Lion King, I remember that. I don't think I ever saw that one either. Before, it was Still Har Magic yeah. when Still we went back, and we, we took Wyatt there when he was little at, in 2006. It was my first time to go back as an adult. And then I wept openly on Main Street and decided I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> what about, did you all, did y'all ever see the Diamond Horseshoe review when that was a, an actual stage show and it not was, just a, a little I never shop. did. I've watched videos it was of kinda it. It's kind of like Hoopty Doo, right? That mm-hmm. sort of a thing. Yeah. 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 It's like a Wild West there. saloon, but with fewer prostitutes. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. It was their opening day. At Magic Kingdom, and then it was there all the way until 2004. Although there was a little, a little time period when it in the 90s when it was um, uh, Goofy's Country Dancing Jamboree, and then it yeah. was, then it was back. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that just sounds clunky. Close, right? <laughs> yeah, they they dumbed it down probably to save on paying proper actors. Yeah, on yeah. The show. Yeah. But I mean, that's based on the attraction at Disneyland that went all the way back to Disneyland's opening day. Yes. The Diamond Horseshoe. Dime, yep. And is yep. That, that still going on? It's still there? open. There's no shows, but you can go in throughout the day and they like the bar. You can get like sodas and stuff at the bar. Yeah, they still, yeah. there's like snacks. Some, there's, there's still snacks there. That's where you can yeah. get the, yeah. the hidden nachos. Ice right. cream, wanted, ice cream uh, nachos. The one in Magic Kingdom is uh, when it's open as a restaurant, it's really good. It's family style served like uh, 
It's kind of like the hoopty do review. Same kind of food, fried chicken and ribs. And yeah, it was, a, it was like Christmas. a sandwich shop for a while, and then they redid it into a sit down. It's table service now, right? Yeah, the, yeah. We we did it. We did it this uh, this December, this last December. Um, and yeah, it was great. It's like family style, so it's all you know, it's good for the table, yeah. and it's all comfort food. It's really heavy, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> we ate it for lunch in the middle of the day, and that's rough when you've eaten Ooh, yeah. all you can eat and walk in out the hot. in the Florida sun. It's, yeah, that's when yeah, you need to get you a Jello mold with some sherbet on top to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> balance it out. <laughs> Something to cool down. What about uh, to- well, Toontown? Yeah, oh, I, was gonna, oh, I, I hate it. Hate it Did you hate Toontown? I hated, I hated it. it. Even Mickey Mouse's house. That was cute. I do wish they'd <laughs> moved those. Like there was rumor for a while they were going to move those to, uh, to that little side off street. Thing off Main Street. I wish they might have thought about. Oh, that. oh right. yeah. yeah, where they were going to put that theater. Yeah, that, yes. Well, that area went through through a lot of different changes too. They uh, at one point it was it was not just Toontown. It was uh, a birthday a county town. fair themed. They it was, it was like a county county fair oh, themed yeah. area. Yeah, and they had the big circus tent, and that yep. was there for a really long time. Yeah, before it was circus tent, it was like county fair tent. Mm. It was originally only meant to be there for like six months for a temporary attraction, and they realized that those tents were really cheap to <laughs> set up and operate. Kind of so like they just the kept FEMA up. tents by. <laughs> yeah, that's where they Space went. <laughs> they just repainted yeah. them white. Well, did they? Was it? Was it like a Mickey's birthday town for a while? Yeah, yeah. That's when I experienced it that I remember, and it just it was I didn't like. It. It was well, Wyatt always wanted to it. go, and they had the Donald Duck boat. It would, yeah, it was like a water play thing, and he would go in there and just get soaked. And then they still have that had to uh, buy, that sort of water attraction over there now in the. Yeah, it's in the circus, circus version of it. Circus, circus, whatever. That's it's a fun. Now. That's a fun little uh, splash pad. The Casey yeah. Junior splash. Casey Juniors, that's what it is. Soak, splash pad. Splash and soakers, something or other. Yeah, yeah. Right next to the smelliest bathrooms in the park. They had that oh. other uh, diaper play, town play area that they don't have anymore the winnie the pooh play area that mm-hmm. they had the big tree and that was a great some, spot for little ones to go burn some energy while mom and, and it was so shady and nice <laughs> yeah. over there yeah yeah pooh's playful spot now yes. it's now it's the roller coaster heaven dwarfs yes. and they they put some interactive stuff in the in the queue there now for winnie the pooh's honey pots but i'm wondering if that now you get to dip your is, finger in Pooh's honey pot. Yeah, I wonder if that stuff is going to oh, survive buddy. the the current pandemic because that's I don't just, think so. It, it's those, those say, screens yeah, that you just, just touch. They've been getting into the interactive cues because Seven Dwarfs has that too with the, yeah. the gems Dumbo, that, that whole play spend. place where you wait for Dumbo with no line yeah. and it's just Cootie Town USA. Yeah. I've never seen that thing open even before all this happened. What? The oh, Dumbo really? play yeah. thing? Yeah, I've never seen the Dumbo place oh open because I want to go time. in there. Yeah, I've seen yeah. I get in it's there and they're open. like, sir, we need you to leave. You're three <laughs> but I'm stuck on the slide. <laughs> you, you, there's often, yeah, because the there's the two Dumbo spinners now and there's really not the god-awful weight that there used to be when it was just one. Yeah. You can bypass that whole yeah, area, but you I don't think re- a lot they of don't really need like it. going in there. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's always been empty when we've gone is, through is it. I, anybody nostalgic for the three-hour wait for the Dumbos when it was just <laughs> one? Dumbo I didn't. Spinner. I never rode Dumbo till they moved it over there uh, into the double. And it's beautiful how they've done it. Mm-hmm. I love the 
I believe there's video of you riding the Dumbos at night. There is indeed. (laughs) It's quite spectacular. (laughs) I love that. Uh, I liked Dumbo when it was called Aladdin or the Triceratops (laughs) 10. I don't need to wait in line for the real Dumbo. At least the real Dumbo actually works, though, because that Aladdin one, those buttons are a little broke. Yeah, yeah. it no longer goes up and down. I've never been on that one. I, I can't get past the spitting camels to... One that one. <laughs> I hate that stupid thing. I always forget to get, get one right in the eye. <laughs> sure, it's not the first time. <laughs> you know, that happens also at Loveland. <laughs> right. There it I is. Bet. I bet. There it, it is. All um, come together. Um, speaking of the show at the uh, Golden Horseshoe, do you guys uh, have any stage shows or parades that you uh, miss? The one that was the weirdest was that the castle show that before the fantasy fair one they've gotten out, it was like Dream Along Dream with o- Mickey. Dream Along with Mickey. That was like oh, a, yeah. Mickey's weirdest acid trip. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was the one I it guess was- they started it for some celebration year and then it stayed for several years, but they were in like their... LeMay disco suits and dreaming. <laughs> it was like Mickey had a dream that other characters came around. Oh, that thing was crazy. It almost kind of felt like, cause with all the different villains kept popping up and they had to like dream their way to fight it. It felt like poor man's phantasmic. Poor, yes, yeah. I was just going to say that. It's like, yeah, it was like, but... it was like phantasmic, but on a high, high school production version. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it was like, for this, we don't get to walk through Cinderella's castle anymore. Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> Remember when Wishes was retired and everyone lost their minds and then saw Happily Ever After and went, oh. Oh, never mind. Yeah. No. Nobody maybe, complains about that anymore, maybe do they? It, <laughs> maybe it can be better. In fact, I think the popularity of uh, Happily Ever After is why there's part of why there's no parade now, because the crowds line up still. Every so yeah. three, three years, three years mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. the crowds are so thick they couldn't run a parade through there. No, uh, well, Heather, do you remember the Super '90s parade that they had at at Magic Kingdom around '94 when you guys went? <laughs> yes, because we went about the same time. It was awesome. Yeah. There was all was it kinds just of goof, goof troop, and <laughs> there was a lot of goof troop, a lot and, of goof troop uh, in that one. and Chip and Dale, but neon colors and fanny packs and rollerbladers. Oh, I love sweet. It's all stuff yeah. that is cool again. Yeah. 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 Came around. Yeah. Well, I don't one. remember what the parade's called. Neon but. fanny packs are in again, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Right. Yep. Well, the uh, one I miss the most is actually the most recently deceased one, which is Muppets great moments in American history. Oh, Did you guys see it? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. loved that. It was all they the deserve great better. moments in history. But just the American But part. just the American one. Like, it's got to be a great show for me to voluntarily want to stand in the middle of the sun because there's no yes. shade around yeah. where you're supposed to watch that. That is what I was hoping they would do something like that at the new barbecue place in Epcot. And they yeah. did not. And yeah, I'm so or at sad. least have Sam Eagle over there a little bit interactive every now and because then. Because everyone, 100% of people... Love the Muppets. Uh-huh. There's no one who hates them. Yeah, I mean, all right, right, don't love them. All right thinking people. Muppets. A friend of mine, I can tell. That's you that. correct. Yeah, they, she doesn't have a soul. I mean, they wouldn't have a soul <laughs> that, if, that, if they don't love. If the Muppets. there was someone yeah. who hated the Muppets that we knew, yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, that I think show. that would have made that. I think that would have made that restaurant just you know perfect. There's Super there's cute. still a chance they could bring it over to the America Pavilion. I mean, they're they're putting in IP. 
all but throughout. Why, I don't understand why they closed that in Liberty Square. It was because they didn't want to pay the, the puppeteers. Pay people. Yeah. All the street atmosphere stuff is going where they had to pay either. Couldn't you IP read that little show or, without the guy, without the little. Well, those are puppets, though. They're not animatronics. They're Muppets. They were, yeah, they're, oh, that's they have true. to pay puppeteers. I didn't think about and there's, that. Well, uh, there were like eight or nine of them going at a time. Yeah. So. They could just make them animatronic, They though. could. That's what I was thinking. But they could it's save like, the budget like, and fire those singing people at the America Pavilion at Epcot. Thank you. The Liberty <laughs> yeah. Singers. The Voices of Liberty. That, that just makes me want to hang myself. I hate <laughs> that. I don't like that either. Well, and then over there with Sam Eagle, they could make him a big animatronic like Mr. Potato Head that yeah. interacts. Yeah, oh, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then when you go That'd inside, cool. the barbecue you eat looks has the random blue feathers on it that so you think you're eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. I love it. Or you could be <laughs> eating Miss Piggy. Oh, Kermit. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I miss I miss the old welcome show. I mean, I understand oh, that they yeah, want to yeah. let people yeah, into Main Street what so they can spend better. money and buy their Starbucks while they're waiting to be let into the rides. But yeah, yeah, but, but it was so. I only saw that a handful of times because I could not get there early enough to to be there before <laughs> was, a rope drop. It was great, and I was on hold with Disney the other day for a couple hours. And it made me mad because while you're on hold, they love to play the old welcome music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys don't even show that anymore. And you're making me sit on hold and taunting me with music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it was great, not though. cool, guys. That, not cool. That really just was a great kickstart to the day. With the, I mean, I love trains and the flashy dancers and the characters. It was just so good. And then that little poof, we're open. Yes. We were there for our company conference a few years ago. The last like right before they took it out during the, it was the 45th anniversary of mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. And I think we caught that, that opening show three or four times. Mm-hmm. And man, every single time that stupid Disney magic just got me right in the, right in the tear ducts. Right in the field. <laughs> yep. Right in the jail. Yeah. Yeah. When- <laughs> yeah. Carrie and Wyatt went uh, on one Easter Sunday, they were over at the contemporary having mass. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go watch the opening show. I'm going to, I'm going to my church. Yeah. You're going to go worship a mouse. That's right. I went to the, I did the better option. And then you burned in hell. <laughs> oh. Um, I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't mention everybody's true favorite nighttime parade, the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> I believe we already discussed. I mean, <laughs> that half the I, people on this show hate that parade. I, what what I meant to say was spectrum. I just got so sick of it, and it was crowded, and I didn't care to watch it, so I couldn't maneuver through there. And I don't know. I was I wasn't sad when it went away, but I didn't wish replaced. they would have a nighttime parade. It seems yes, wrong that we don't. I, have I one. do think it's terrible that there isn't one, and that paint the night is in some warehouse somewhere. Yeah, Just yeah. Paint the night really. That dust. one was so great, and I watched that a bunch of times. I don't know why they couldn't make some version of it. I know there's some reason why it's too tall or too wide. It, uh, it was that they could, um, they could have a version of it. That bridge in Liberty, Liberty Square, Square Liberty, that it would Liberty. have to go over was not wouldn't um, accommodate the the Mac float mm-hmm. it was too heavy so making that's float. what i heard but One new- <laughs> recently they were doing work on that bridge and oh, right. it made me think i wonder if they're bolstering it so that it could it could handle it just that baffles float. me that they go well we can't have this one, but why can't you make a parade that's similar? You mm-hmm, know, use the sure. same yeah. cool technology because the way they replace the 
crappy Christmas lights and chicken wire on the, on the old parade <laughs> and turned it into LED and screens and amazing mm-hmm. lighting effects and music on Paint the Night, it could do a version of that. Well, and if you can't bring it to the Magic Kingdom, why not just run it at Disneyland then? I, I, that's so, what I don't get. What they did? Well, they for, like they to bring it back over. and take it away. And yeah. bring it back. They took it. They put it over in uh, DCA for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They knew they'd get a nostalgia boost on tickets sold if they brought back the Main Street Electrical. Yeah, yeah that's in, true. It, the people in California go bananas when they bring that one back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'd be remiss, and we'll get yelled at by one of our dozens of listeners if we don't address Spectro Magic. Spectro Magic is uh, his uh, no more. That's, yeah, yeah, that's no, yeah, it is busted away in the sun. Yeah, right? yeah, that thing was a fever dream anyway with the Spectro nev- men. And uh, yeah, I've never seen that show. I've never watched videos of it. So if if any of you have, uh, I like the logo for it. it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. All of I mean, that, looks, that, that retro stuff is back now. I mean, Jeff is currently wearing a very late 70s, track early suit. 80s tracksuit. <laughs> it's that's, it's it, kind of Run DMC meets uh, Walt Disney. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. That's, that's what Run WDW. Yeah. More Which is 80s. exactly what I think of when I think of Jeff. I think of mm-hmm. Run DMC. Well, I'm streetwise. Yes. <laughs> so it, it would fit. It would fit the aesthetic that is cool again. Yeah, it's it is gone. I actually Dead. am a fan of parades. My family does not care about a parade. I like them. I like the daytime parades, but a nighttime parade seems like something we need to have, even yeah. if it was smaller in like, scale or length, whatever. Just do something. Just just the, just all the lights and the it's just pretty. But time people are waiting for a parade is time they are not spending money. That is true. That is true. Well, unfortunate. And unfortunately, as soon as the parks reopen, they're going to be looking for us all to spend a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm ready. This. I am. They could take all of my money the second mm-hmm. that they open the doors. I know. I'm like, where else am I going to spend it if I don't give it to them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mickey Mouse makes me happy. Take my money. Let me ride on the Haunted Mansion again. Mickey Mouse sucks. Shut yeah. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God they invented Fast Pass Plus, so you could spend more time in the stores and less time. Oh, agree, Dan. <laughs> oh, this is Matt Erickson from. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> something else ready. <laughs> um, There's a is ghost. It, is it time? Is it time to hear what the what our listeners miss? Wait, did uh, did you guys hear that too, or was it just the voices in my head? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that was that Walt was... Disney yelling at you for saying Mickey Mouse sucks. Uh, don't make me put down my pickled <laughs> cigarette and come over there. <laughs> uh, well, we we got some voicemails from some listeners and some of our key to the world uh, travel planners. Uh, they wanted to share some of the attractions that they miss from the Magic Kingdom. So let's, let's take it. a listen. Hi, this is Matt Erickson from Cincinnati, Ohio. I just wanted to share a memory I have of one of the most fantastic attractions that really made an impression on me as a kid, and that was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. (laughs) When we first went to the Magic Kingdom, it was 1984, and there were so many new and exciting different things to see that I was kind of overwhelmed. But when we got back to the lagoon at the back of of, uh, Fantasyland and saw the submarines disappearing under the waterfall, you could smell the diesel fuel that was coming from uh, from that ride. Uh, and you actually got down into the submarine 
And when that uh, Captain Nemo gave the takeoff all clear message, it was one of the most immersive, fantastic attractions that, uh, that really even to this day was one of my absolute favorites at the Magic Kingdom. I really miss it. Uh, it's similar that you can still go on submarine voyage uh, with Nemo at Disneyland to get kind of the feel of the attraction. Uh, but that, that Magic Kingdom attraction uh, back in the day, 20,000 leagues, was one of the best. Have a great day. Aloha, this is Rose from Hawaii, and I'm calling with our favorite um, Disney attraction that we miss, and that is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. My kids loved watching that movie, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and getting on that attraction was so much fun for them and so much fun for us. Hey, this is Amanda, and I wanted to share my attraction that I missed from Magic Kingdom. So when I was little, uh, we would go in the 90s, and there used to be something called the Skyway, and it's very similar to the Skyliner, but it was a smaller scale, and they were more like buckets. Uh, but they did take you back and forth between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. And I just remember riding that when I was little with my family and just looking out over the lands and just loving to see all the different rides and attractions and things in the different lands. Um, now I know my parents loved it because they didn't have to walk between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. <laughs> so I can relate to that now as a parent. Um, but just being able to sit and put your feet up and relax for a minute. Um, but fun fact about the... Skyway is that the old station in Fantasyland is now the Rapunzel bathroom. So that's kind of a fun fact. But I do miss those, but I love that the Skyliner is here now, and that's kind of like a throwback for me. So I was really happy when those were put in. I know those were controversial, um, and a lot of people didn't know if they'd like them or not, but I love them, and it's just like the Skyway kind of for me. So anyways, thanks. Hi, this is Ed in Colorado. One of the rides that I really miss is Ma in Magic Kingdom is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The ride was one of the original rides in the Magic Kingdom when it opened. The ride opened in Fantasyland October 1971 and closed in September 1994. Since I really like the Jules Verne movie of the same name, the ride brought me back into the movie. It was always fun to ride. I was very disappointed when the ride closed. It will be missed. Hey guys, this is Sam calling from Nashville uh, to tell you about one of the things from Magic Kingdom that I miss uh, that, that's not around anymore that I still hope comes back. Uh, so there is a, a uh, salted caramel stuffed pretzel, a soft pretzel that used to be available at the launching pad in Tomorrowland. And uh, this was in, uh, I want to say 2017, fall of 2017, um, whenever it first came out. And uh, it was really great. Uh, it was served with some chocolate dipping sauce, which made it even better. And it, it disappeared a few months later. I'm, I'm not sure when it went away. Probably the following spring or summer, uh, we realized that it was no longer available. Um, the pretzels there kind of rotate in and out, so I'm, I was hopeful that it would come back. Um, but we're going on a couple of years, and it, it hasn't. So anyway, that's one of the things that I miss uh, the most when we're in Tomorrowland. Uh, miss those those caramel stuffed pretzels. Hi, um, my name is Carolyn, and I live in D.C. And um, what one of the things I miss about um, Magic Kingdom was actually from quite a long time ago. It was back to 2006, 2007, I think it was. And it was the Little Ones Extra Magic Hour that they had in the morning. It was part of um, I think their Magical Beginnings program that they had for families um, with young kids. Where Fantasyland opened an hour early, a few days a week, I think it was. Oh. And my son was a toddler at the time, and that was really just the best part of the day. Now, 
it, it was fun that they had attractions that were open early and you get get to be in the park, you know, fewer people there, so lower crowds, which was nice. But the thing that we missed really the most was that during that hour, they had characters really roaming around and interacting with kids. So we were in the teacups, Alice and the Matt Hatter. We had a chat with Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, the kids gathered in a circle at, at Pooh's playground, and they played games with Pooh and Mary Poppins and others. Mary Poppins and others. Um, but really the best part was watching my son Daniel at the time playing um, Mickey Says, obviously a better version of Simon Says, of course, um, with the, the mouse himself. And he just loved every minute. But really it was just seeing his face light up interacting directly with the characters like that, you know, without having to wait in a line or anything like this. And we just got some of the best pictures that we've had um, on any trip we've ever taken to Disney World. We've been lucky enough to go there a bunch. So that's something I wish they'd bring back. I mean, I don't know how I could get my teenager now. He's 15 <laughs> years old. Um, it might be a little different to have him uh, doing the, the Mickey Says. Um, but for other folks with young, young kids, it would be a nice thing for them to bring back. So that's just one thing I missed. Hello, this is Lisa Andino, and I'm from Syracuse, New York. And one of the things I really miss about the Magic Kingdom is the old welcome show, where they would let guests gather in front of the Walt Disney World train station, and they would cue that really awesome, cheesy track with the welcome, welcome, welcome tunes in it, and the mayor would come out and greet everybody, and then right on cue, you hear the train whistle blow, and the train would come around with Mickey and his friends and the family of the day, and you'd get to open the park, and it just, for me, really had all the feels, and I really miss that um, now that we've moved to the other version of the welcome show. So that's what I miss, and I'm still hopeful that someday they will bring it back. I love that Matt gave a different perspective on the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride. I mean, we I yeah. guess we were kind of looking at it as more from the adult perspective and that it was kind of a lame ride to us but then hearing him describe it and how yeah. it, it it affected him as a kid riding it that was really cool it gives you a little different perspective on some of the rides that maybe we thought were a little bit lame but yeah when, i mean when them. you look when you look at what they did with that ride it's really an amazing illusion of, mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah i i, I get i get missing that ride. i get I it yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's not a lot anywhere anymore in the parks that with the the Nemo theme. They mm -hmm. have that attraction at Disneyland Paris, and mm -hmm. um, the the they have the Nautilus there because their Space Mountain is more of a, a steampunk sort of Nemo kind of feel to it. Yeah. And they have the Nautilus and you can go down in the Nautilus and there's this oh, cool. room where you're, there's a big, the, the big um, round window and the, the Kraken comes and attacks and the whole thing shakes. And mm -hmm. my kids, the, when they were little at, and we would go and stay, Aiden would sit in front of that waiting for the Kraken to come <laughs> and attack. And he loved it. So yeah. There's not really anywhere else that you can. Disney Sea, I think has a Nautilus also. Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. There is yeah, one Tokyo. place where the Nautilus sort of still exists in the Magic Kingdom. Wink, wink. Oh. 
that shall remain nameless. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on, you know. Yes. <laughs> we, we won't say here, but. You know. I know what you're talking about. That, that delighted me it's to no a... end to find that it still exists in some form or fashion in the Magic Kingdom. And that spot you're talking about re- reminds me of the attraction at Disneyland Paris. Oh, nice. Uh, awesome. With the all the, the heavy red velvet drapes and the... Very Jules Verne. Yes, it's very Jules Verne. Yeah, and that those those uh, toddler extra morning hours. That sounds incredible. That's like Mm -hmm. that's what the TV commercials promise you. Your experience at the Magic Kingdom is going to be like. (laughs) Right. I never. (laughs) Jeff, you're muted. (laughs) Yeah, we can't hear you. Uh, I couldn't hear for a minute. I had to change all my settings. I came back and couldn't hear. You're back. Yeah, we were just talking about Matt's uh, Max recollection of the of the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea attraction and um, the lack of Jules Verne Nautilus. Yeah, U.S. The, parks. The now. pretzel in Tomorrowland reminded me of one I can't believe I hadn't thought of, which was Push, the trash can that used to oh, roam around in Tomorrowland. Yes. I loved him. I was in. Totally forgot about that. I had no idea that he existed, and I'm standing in Tomorrowland waiting for my wife to come out of the bathroom, and it was my birthday. And so I have my birthday button on and all of a sudden I hear this weird voice singing happy birthday and I turn around and it's a trash can. And I, yes. it was, it's actually on the top of my list for one of the best things that's ever happened to me at the parks. Cause he just yeah. stopped and talked to me. I had no idea it existed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yep. see how he was being controlled. And I talked to him once and he asked me where I was from. And when I said Grand Rapids, Michigan, he told me he had a cousin who was a dumpster behind the Van Andel arena. that's awesome awesome. i love that i can't believe they like they dropped that and i remember it was some sort of technology copyright thing they no longer had the license to but i'm like it's a remote control trash can seems like you could figure that out without licensing yeah you could come up with another way of doing that i finally did see the guy that was controlling him after several times of trying Mm -hmm. to figure out if it was somebody up in a window somewhere it was a great Great guy. You, I never could figure out who it was until you figured it out and then pointed him out. Yeah, to it was me. a guy with a messenger bag, and he had his mm-hmm. hand in the messenger. They do and that. He, with, he always uh, had a ball cap on, and R two D two. Now they got him. I, I even Star once Wars you pointed him out to me, I never saw him. It, it, it was really difficult to catch him talking. But yeah, he's got like the CIA thing mm-hmm. on his wrist, and he would. Act yeah. like he was just covering his mouth or smoking a pickled cigarette and he would talk. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I miss him. Yeah. yeah. That's something that would be fantastic for them to figure out how to do in Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would love a, a droid to talk to me. Well, they're working. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have BB-8 and R2-D2 available, mm-hmm. but they, they're they rightfully scared that some dummy's going to knock him over and break their $50,000. Yeah. Well, they could put him like in that area, like over to near the droid depot where they've got decommissioned droids behind yeah, doors. Because, behind the fences. Yeah, because Universal has that magic fountain that you I love can go that and fountain talk too. to. Oh, yeah. So they could just do it exactly like that. You wouldn't be able to yeah. touch the droid. But, well, and you know, there are, there. If, if you watch Star Wars, there are a lot of droids that look like trash cans. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. put one of those less, <laughs> less impressive. Were. Yeah, less impressive than, than R2-D2. Just have a... Like the version of Push, but it's the Star Wars version. Did you guys ever see there was another uh, thing um, maybe three years or four ago that was a robot that would come out in 
it was sort of looked like a guy and it probably was a guy on a Segway, but he was a, he was a robot and he had a screen on his chest. And he yeah. Would talk. I saw him. Yeah. 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 They never really full. I think they were testing some technology and they would have him out every now and then. I forgot about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty cool too. And I thought, well, this is, they're trying to come up with a replacement for push, but then nothing ever really came of it. Just wasn't as cool as a talking mm-hmm. trash can. I know. It still accepted <laughs> trash. That's what I loved. You could still yes. put trash in him. Because, yeah, there was uh, always some little snot nosed kid. Yeah. Come up <laughs> That's what and I was just going to be like, hey, I'm talking here. So I was just going to say, there was always some mischievous kid who thought yeah. he was being cute. I don't know what kind of white that kid would do that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, the good we old almost days. forgot about yeah. push. There's a tra- tra- travesty. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're feeling inspired to book a trip to see the Magic Kingdom or anywhere else in the world, Key to the World Travel has a castle full of expert travel planners. They're waiting to help you plan your next adventure. Visit them at www.keytotheworldtravel.com. And don't forget to check out themeparkprofessor.com for all the latest theme park news and planning tips. This week, I'd like to ask you very kindly to rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. And while you're there, you might as well hit that subscribe button so you never miss an adventure with us. See you next week. Don't go to close. Because <laughs> no, it's closed. It's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.